The last thing we were discussing was an animal that was forced to kill. Uh, we're talking about the stadium uh, bull. Uh, we said it does not have to be killed, and we asked the question, can it be given as a korban or not? And, and we were posek like Rav, that it could still be given as a korban, you don't have to kill it. And with that, we're going to start Mem Aleph, Amud Aleph, nine lines in by the Mishnah, Shor Shenagahit Adam Umet. If an ox gored a human being and the human being died, if it's a Mu'ad Mishalem Kofer, if the ox already has been forewarned, it's already more than three times that it uh, gored, then the owner of the ox has to pay Kofer, Vitam Patur Mina Kofer. And if the ox was a short time, then the owner does not have to pay Kofer. We explained that Kofer is a set price that you have to give. Some say it's a Kapara, some say it's payment. But it's its own separate thing. Now, both if it was a short time or short mu'ad doesn't make a difference. If they killed someone, they, you have to stone them. Same rules if it killed a child, as long as it's over 30 days old. If it killed a child, you have to stone the ox. If it gored a slave or a slave woman, you have to give 30 selaim, that's the set price for an ayavid to the master. Whether the slave or the slave woman are worth 100 mane or they're worth one dinar doesn't make a difference. The Torah said 30 selaim. And the Gemara starts. If we already kill a shor after the first time it killed, then how do we have a shor mu'ad? Meaning, how did it ever get to that level three times? So the Gemara explains, What are we doing, dealing with? They saw him chasing after three people. They thought he was going to kill those three people. I guess for the last second they got saved. So they warned him, but they didn't kill him. And those people didn't die. A warning is nothing, or us thinking that he might kill people is not enough. So Rav Asher gives a different answer. He, uh, he hurt three people, and after he hurt three people, then they died because of his goring. So let's say the first two times he hurt them, they were on their way to dying, and then he heard a third one. So they, he heard person number one, they warned him. Person number two, they warned him. Person number three, and they warned him. And then the four, or, or after a third time, it's Mahalok Rashid's fourth, three times, four times. But at the last time, they were the rest of them were alive. When he killed that third person, then the other two died. And therefore, he has to pay Kofi on the third one. And that's how we would have a Shor Mu'ad who killed case. Now, Rav Zavid Amar, a third answer. He killed, this ox killed three animals. He became a Shor Mu'ad. And that's why when he killed the person after that, it's like a Shor Mu'ad who killed the person. He's Hayav Kofir. The Gemara asks, if, if it's warned not to kill animals, is it warned not to kill human beings? I mean, maybe it's different. No, the case is, he killed three goyim, and that's why we didn't uh, stone him, but then uh, he's considered a shor mu'ad, and then he, when he killed the Jew, okay, then he has to pay cover. 
If he is warned not to kill of the kochavim, is he considered forewarned for Israel? Maybe it's different. Jews and goyim. Maybe he wouldn't uh, kill uh, regular Jews. No, he killed three people who are already on their way to dying. They're considered terefot. And if uh, an ox killed them, it, he wouldn't get killed on it, but he would be warned on it. And uh, and therefore, when he when uh, the fourth time, let's say, when he hurts a, a full, healthy human being, now he has to pay kofir off also because he's considered a muad and but, but he's still alive. The Gemara asks, "Muad shalim." I don't understand. If he is forewarned to kill people who are sick, is he forewarned to kill healthy people? We're talking about a situation where he killed people and then he ran to the swamp. And then he again, he killed another person and he ran to the swamp. They couldn't catch him. But at the end of the day, he uh, each uh, by the third time when he killed, he would be Hayav Kofir. So it's up to the owner to, to catch it and stop it from doing any further damage. The Gemara answers, Rav Amar, The case is that a group, uh, the uh, set of witnesses, we'll call them uh, Witnesses A. Witnesses A testified that this animal gored. Witnesses B said, uh, No, the Witness A were with us. So then, uh, it's okay, so they let it go. Then Witness C said, No, Witness B were with us. Witness A is correct. So over here, the, the, the people who were Mizimim, those who were testifying that the first witnesses were no good, they themselves were proven wrong. And once we figured all that out, okay, we realized that oh, the, this, uh, this ox is a Shor Mu'ad. And then, okay, then if he killed someone, then he'd be Hayav Kofir. So now, and I understand if the witnesses are coming to testify uh, to warn the cow. Then Shapir, I understand how this works. That means once we have uh, three sets of witnesses saying that he gored within a set amount of time, it doesn't make a difference if we come all at once to the master. At the end of the day, three times we kill him. Okay. But if the whole point of the, the making him a muad is to warn the owner, when everything clarifies at the end, you can't obligate him to pay kofir because Memar Amar He could always say, I didn't know. Meaning, I always thought this was a short time. How am I supposed to know this is a short mu'ad? So, Agmar responds, Okay, because the witnesses can say, You could say that the witnesses testified that this person was always next to his ox when when the ox was goring. So this person knows very well what's the situation. Therefore, he he could have been careful, but he chose not to. So again, each of the first questions were broken up. Until we figured out what the, the original rabbi means, there was Rabban and Rabbi Shei explained it. There was Rabbi Zavid, Rabbi Shimi, and and Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish, and Rabbi Papa explained it. Then there was Rabbi Habered, Rabbi Ika, and that was explained. Now we're up to Rabbi Naman. Answer number four: et We're talking about a situation where the witnesses know that that this is the master of the ox. We just don't know which ox. So they didn't kill him after the first uh, two or three times. But uh, n- n- but we keep on warning. 
But the Gemara asks, What should the owner have done? If I don't know which ox was the one that gores, uh, how could I have protected anything? So the Gemara responds, Because Betin could tell the owner of the, the ox, you know you have a goring ox in your uh, in your herd. You should have been careful. You should have safeguarded the entire herd. It's your fault, and that's why even though you couldn't find which one, you're hayav the kofer. Okay, next we learned the Mishnah. Whether it's a short time or short muad, if they killed someone, then you have to you have to stone them, kill them. In regards to a, an ox that kills a human, it says, we, it says we stone the, the shore. Don't I know that it's a nevelah and you're not allowed to eat it? When you're not allowed to eat it, meaning it's, it should be obvious. Rather, Magid Lecha, Akatov, the Pasuk says, Shim Shehato, the Hashnik Madino, Asur Bachilal. The Pasuk is coming to tell me that if someone slaughtered the the ox and it came out, Bet Yosef, 100% good after the Shehita, but, but since he was already sentenced to stoning, that's it, you're not allowed to eat it. Even if it was 100% kosher, you're not allowed to eat it. So, in the Elah Bachilal, okay, now I understand that you're not allowed to eat it. Behan Amin, I don't know that you're not allowed to have any benefit. Sell the, the hide, make some money on that. Uh, sell the meat to, to goyim. Don't eat it. Tamud lomar ubala shor naki. It says you should. The owner of the master is clean. My mashma. So what does that mean? What does that word naki mean? Clean. Shimon ben Zoma omer kadam shomel haviro yatsa ish peloni naki men chasav en lo baem hanaash elkum. Shimon ben Zoma explains. It says it's like when people say this person walked out clean from all of his assets, meaning he he doesn't have any benefit from it. So now the Gemara asks, "Umimai de lo yachelat besaro leechad de shachto hashnigma dinosh asur bachila." What makes you say that when it says "do not eat the meat" is when a person slaughtered it after the betin sentenced it to being stoned, and he not eat it? Ema de echad de shachto hashnigma dinosh shareh bachila. Let's say that if they slaughtered it after the, the sentencing to death, maybe you are allowed to eat it. Maybe that, those words, we not eat the meat. Maybe when it says, what it really means is, you're not of any benefit from it, like Rabbi Abu explained. Whenever you have the words anything like that, it's coming to say you're not to have any, uh, you're not have any benefit, you're not eat from it. Until the pasuk specifies that you are allowed to have benefit, like the pasuk explained to us by Nevelav. Someone, uh, if someone's animal just died like that, you are allowed to sell the animal. It says Leger Bintina Lovet Kochavim Mimchira. It says Leger Sher Bisharechet Neva Achela or Machol Lenochri. The pasuk actually allows us to to give it to a go to a ger to sell it to a goy. But bottom line is, we could definitely say that if you slaughter it, you're allowed to eat it. And Leochal is coming to say it's you're not allowed to have any benefit from it. The Gemara responds Amrei Hanem Mile. Rabbi Abu's words is only hechad in afikle isur achila v'isur hanam mikra lo yachel. Rabbi Abu's words only when you could figure out both no eating and no benefiting from one pasuk uh, from the one word lo yachel. 
in regards to the ox that's being stoned, we can understand you're not allowed to eat it from, from the fact that it has to be stoned, and that's not a kosher shechipa. If you want to say that Lo Yachel is talking about not having benefit, then let the Pasuk specify no benefiting. Okay, just tell me Lo Yachel. Period. What's it Besaro Lamali? Why do I need that? Even if you made it like Basar, it Besaro, if you made it like Basar, meaning the shahte, you slaughtered it, and you made it look nice and everything, still, asur, you're not allowed to eat it, and not allowed to benefit. And that's why the Torah had to mention it in in a way of eating. So now, Mat Kifla Morzutra, Morzutra has a question. Let's say that you're not allowed to eat it if you slaughtered it after sentencing. That's only That's only if you uh, checked a sharp piece of stone, and you saw that it's sharp, no nicks, and you slaughtered Okay, so you did it like a sekila. So it counts like already a sekila, since a stone was used to kill it. But maybe if you slaughtered it with a knife, maybe the Torah didn't say it's asur. So the Gemara responds, Where in the Torah does it say you have to slaughter with a knife? You know the famous Mishnah, someone slaughters with a saw, with a with a stone, with a, a sharp piece of wood, his shita is kasher. So mitzad halacha, there's no difference between a stone and a knife. So you, you can't even bring that question up. Your hypothesis is not, it doesn't even make sense. Okay, okay. So these these two isurim, if not eating, not benefiting, we learn it from loyachel besaro, like Rabbi Abu. Then baal ashor naki lamali. Then why do I need baal ashor naki? So the Gemara responds lehan at oro to benefiting from the hide. Besarkalat achimin. I would have thought besaro who the asur bana. Maybe the the flesh you're not allowed to have benefit. Aval oro nishcheri bana. But maybe I'm allowed to have benefit from the hide. Kamash malan baal ashor naki. That's why the the pasuk says. The ma- the owner of the ox is clean, meaning even the hide is asur. Okay. Well, hanachta na edem apekele lehai ba'al ashor naki ledasha harina kedebaina lema lemema lekaman hanat orom menalehu. Okay. What about the tanaim? They're going to learn ba'al ashor naki for something else. We're going to explain soon. What did they? Where did they learn that you're not allowed to have any benefit from the hide? So the Gemara explains nafkal lehu meet besaro. They they learn from the extra et. From it's its flesh, it hatafelibsaro. It is coming to say anything that is not important to its flesh. Maini, what are we talking about? Oro, it's it's hide. Okay, now vehai tana and the tana who's doresh from ubalashor naki and not have any benefit from the hide. It lo darish. He's not doresh. The the word it kedetanya. Shimon Amsoni ve'amrele Nehemiah Amsoni haya doresh kolatin shebatora Shimon or Nehemiah Amsoni they would be doresh every et in the Torah meaning it's coming to add something. Kevan shegiyal leet Hashem loechatira once they got to the Hashem your God you should you shall fear. Perish he stayed away and he doesn't want to compare anything to Hashem. Amru lo talmidav Rabbi kolatin shedarash tamatehe alehin. What's going to happen with all the 18? Meaning, if this one is empty, then the other ones you're going to have to say is also empty. Meaning, you're going to have to come up with something. 
צועמה להם, כשם שקיבלתי שכר על הדרישה, כך קיבלתי שכר על הפרישה. He told them, okay, the same way I received the reward for explaining all the ads, I'm going to also get reward for keeping away and not, uh, and not explaining this ad. עד שבא רבי עקיבא ודיבד, until רבי עקיבא came and taught את השם אלוהיך תירא, את, the word את, לרבות תמיד חכמים. It's coming to את תמיד חכמים, that you have to fear them on the same level as Hashem. תנור הבנן. The Gemara brings a Brayta, it says in regards to Shor Tam that uh, killed the person, Uba'ala Shor Naki, the owner of the Shor Tam is clean. Rabbi Eliezer Omer, Naki Mechatsi Kofer doesn't have to pay half Kofer, he only has to pay half damages but not half the Kofer. Amalo Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva told him, Vahalo hu atzmo en mishtalim ela megufo. It's pretty obvious that he doesn't have to pay kofir because the half damages he has to pay, he has to pay from its own body. So then, how's he going to pay kofir? The owner of the ox could say, okay, have you the Okay, take it the betin, they're going to kill it anyways. Take it the betin and, and uh, you know, they can let them pay for it. Meaning, let them figure out how they're going to take payment out of this uh, ox that they killed. So Amar Lord Bili Aizer Bili Aizer responded to Biakiva, Kah Ani Bainecha. Is that the way you're looking at me? As I said something so simple that could be broken apart so simply. Shadini Bazeshayamita. You think I'm talking about the ox that, that that's getting killed? No. And Dini Elak Shehemit Tadam. I'm talking about a situation where the ox killed the person. However, I'll pay the hot. There's only one winner, so you're not killing this ox. Or I'll pee Balim or the, the the owner himself is saying, Yeah, my ox killed. And since you don't have two witnesses, okay, so we're not uh, killing him. I would have thought that you, he would at least have to pay half kofir. That's why the Hidush from the Torah is that he does not have to pay the half kofir. But again, the Gemara is going to be the Aizer. The whole thing is a knas. The kofir is a fine. But if but if he, he is, he's admitting that his ox killed, well, he's admitting that he's obligated to pay a fine. And we know the rule. If anyone admits it, when it comes to fines, he's patur. So like my response, no, kasabar, kufra, kapara. Rabbi Lezer holds that this whole kofir is a kapara. It's not a fine. It's it's something that, he, it's like giving a korban. He wants to be forgiven. And that's the reason he's admitting to it. Tanya idak, we have another brayta. Amar lo Rabbi Lezer, Rabbi Lezer told the akiva, kachani ba'anecha, is this the way you're looking at me? Shedini bazesh hayamita, that I'm talking about an ox that's hayamita, and dini ela b'mitkaven l'harog et ha'behema v'harag et ha'adam. Now I'm talking about a situation where the ox was trying to kill another animal and by mistake it killed a human being. Or it tried to kill the Mitzri, Varagi Israel. was trying to kill a Goy, ended up killing a Jew. Lin Falim, Varagi Ben Kayama, was trying to kill um, a baby that is less than 30 days old, ended up killing a baby more than 30 days old. Because the intent wasn't there, he's patur from Sekila, and I would have thought let him at least pay half kofir, so the Hidush is he does not have to pay half kofir. So now the Gemara has a question. Which one came first? Is it uh, this one with the animal that killed the wrong uh, person, or it's the one with uh, with only one witness? Which which uh, case happened first between them? So Rav Kahana Amar Mitkaven Beresha. The second one with the with the wrong intent. He, he wanted to kill the the, the goy and killing the Jew. The, the, the uh, under thirty days, over thirty days. That happened first. No, the first one where uh, he only killed with one witness or the or the owners admitting that was the first. 
Of Kahana, Mishemedir Abba, Amar Mitkaben, Amar Deberesha. Of Kahana said the second one that we brought down there with the wrong intent. Well, that was first. Because Mashal Sayad Sheshole Dagim It's like a fisherman trying to get fish out of the sea. Mashkah Rabrebe Shakil, Zutre Shakil. He first takes the big one, and then he t- if he has time, he takes the smaller ones. It makes sense to say that first Rabbi Ezra told Rabbi Akiva and answers that you can't break apart, and that those are the big ones. And then he mentioned the the small answers that could be breaking that could be broken apart with the, with Rabbi Akiva's questions. So the intent one was first, and the second one was the one with the with the with the one witness. said. That it's the one witness or the the owner admitting that when he said first, it's like the case of fisherman. He's fishing. He's uh, he's 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 taking out fish. He starts with the small ones. When he finds a bigger one, he throws out the he throws back the smaller one. And he keeps the bigger one. So it makes more sense to say that Rabbi Le'ezer first gave him the answer in regards to one witness or the owner admitting that didn't work out. So then he brought him the one with the intent and he couldn't answer. That those are considered the big fish. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Le'olam. Amen ve'amen.